1: Hello and welcome to Dilly Ding Dong, the Leicester Mercury's Leicester City podcast. I'm James Sharp and with me is my colleague Jordan Blackwell. And today we are discussing all things Claude Powell after the Frenchman was announced on Wednesday as the club's new manager. Eight days after the uh, departure of Craig Shakespeare, the 56 year old former manager of Southampton is the new man in charge. Um, Jordan first impressions on it we heard a lot of names mentioned over the past week and a bit regarding Sam Allardyce, Chris Coleman, Ancelotti, Pellegrini all these kind of names they've gone with um, Claude Puel. What are your first general thoughts about the appointment
0: um, and did it come as a surprise to you? I think there was an initial surprise because he wasn't one of the names linked straight uh, straight away Um, I think there are a, a group of names that Get linked to every vacant mm, yeah. Premier League job, and he's not usually one of those. Uh, so we didn't really hear his name over the first few days. Um, I mean, once his name did crop up, I, I, to be honest, I wasn't too surprised. I think he he fits the bill a little bit in terms of what the owners might look for. I think he's got a bit of a Ranieri vibe in that he's uh, a you know he's polite. He's going to be polite with the media. Mm. Um, he's not going to give off a, a negative reputation. He's, uh, he's a, a, an older, experienced manager. Um, so he fits the bill in that sense. Um, he's perhaps not quite as uh, well established as the kind of manager Leicester probably would have liked. Because obviously we heard about the likes of Ancelotti and Pellegrini. Um, obviously they've probably got a bit more to their name they've, they've, they've won more trophies but um he, he, do, he does fit the bill in some sense and i, I can see why they've gone for him so a, a little bit surprised i'd say yes and if anyone wants to get in
1: touch with us to give us your views on the appointment of claude 12, leave a comment in the box below and we'll pick up and read ones um that we can get and can read out to you um yeah for, for myself i think I said, I wrote a piece over the weekend talking about how the new appointment would kind of define which way Leicester were going, and people were talking about the kind of keep you up Diches, keep you up Big Sams, title challenging Angelotti's, title challenging um, Pellegrini's. This one feels a little bit in between, um, which I guess is where Leicester really are, to be yeah. honest, <laughs> as, yeah. a, as a football club. They, are, they would like to be, or fans certainly would like to be. For once, a bit of a consistent, not mid table, but upper mid table, shall we say, side, which is what he did at Southampton. You look at his credentials and took Southampton to eighth place in the Premier League, took them to a cup final. And I think if you offered Leicester fans eighth place in a cup final, they'd snap your hands off at that. And we'll get on to kind of concerns regarding him as an appointment in a little while. But no, like I say, I think. He's a he's a safer bet, I guess, than others because he's got Premier League experience. Um, but it remains to be seen, I guess, how um, what his vision is of, of 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 the club. I know the owners spoke when they announced uh, the uh, the appointment. The owners said that they they'd spoken to him kind of over the weekend, and what struck them was his knowledge of the squad already, his experience, and also his vision for the club. But now, what his vision for the club is. We will find out more, I suppose, on Friday when he speaks to the media. But overall, I think, maybe potentially underwhelming, but
0: certainly one that's got a bit of potential there, I think. Yeah, and I think um, you know, lots of talks about the likes of Allardyce and it's always mentioned with Big Sam how he's never been relegated. Yeah, Powell's never been relegated. No. He's, he's, if you look at his career in, in France, he's, um, Done pretty well wherever he's been. Obviously, it he was at, he's been with Monaco, where he won the title. He was with Lyon. They're probably sort of slightly a slightly higher level than mm. than where Leicester are. But if you look at it, the jobs he's done at Lille and Nice, who are probably uh, are more comparable clubs uh, to City. Um, you know, he got them into the into the, into the top four um, in France, and it, he did pretty decent jobs at both. I think a lot of people are looking at the Southampton. Job, because obviously that is his only, that was his most recent job and his only season in England, and I think there are the, the most of the concerns come from that. So I think with the eighth place thing, I think yes, well that's good. They're only two points better off than. I was going to say
1: let's. We might as well tackle it now as we've got onto it. There are there are concerns and there yeah. have been a lot. I and mean, we ran a poll on our website and before he was announced, more than three thousand people voted in it and only about a quarter of them, a little bit more than that said that they thought he would be a good fit for Mm. Leicester so there are concerns there from fans we should probably discuss those now like you say and people are mentioning it on here yeah they finished eighth but the difference between eighth and 17th last season was just six points Mm. that's two wins or two defeats between being a top eight club and battling relegation so they're Mm. quite fine margins he was also we believe sacked by Southampton because there were concerns over his style of play. And Leicester, you look at being a club that has kind of intensity about it. Jamie Vardy, Okazaki buzzing around, closing down opposition, in-your-face cavalier style of football. That isn't the kind of football that Powell was bringing to Southampton. So I suppose there are there are concerns there. Do you feel that those concerns are, are, are kind of well-placed or is that more to do with the squad Southampton had or P- Puel had at Southampton when he was there? I,
0: I think so. I think if, if you look at his career as a whole, there doesn't seem to be a consistent style of football that he's bringing into every club he goes into. Um, so whether it's a case of him adapting to the squad he had and now we know Southampton were a bit short of, of attacking options um First half of the season, that their main two strikers were long and Austin, and Austin was injured for nearly all that, and then they, they got Gabbiadini in in January. Um, they don't have as many attacking options as as Leicester have, and probably not even as many creative players. Obviously, they have, they have Tadic and Redmond, but they are of similar quality. You would say maybe even not quite as good as Morris and an all Brighton, um, but they did have a strong defence. With they had a, a settled back four with. And you know they would always have Cedric and Van Dijk and Bertrand, who are all very good defenders. So it would make sense that they would focus on the defensive side of things. Um, so I think the, the concerns there are yes, uh, maybe a little bit misplaced because they aren't scoring goals this season either, are they? No, no. And it's it, it, he could come in and just he could adapt his management style to to City rather than forcing the squad to adapt to the way he'd like to play. Uh, and I think that would probably be the best approach for him yes i mean we will we will we'll see
1: how he does that in due course um i think another area not not of concern but if we're looking at the things that he could or he will need to do to turn Leicester into the established club that they want Leicester want them to be the dressing room i think is an yeah. important thing at Leicester. we've known ever since nigel pearson kind of started building this squad they've always he Managed to create this kind of squad that could essentially run itself it was it was himself self-disciplined self-run There were a lot of strong characters in that dressing room who as we say can run itself and when Leicester won the title that Strong dressing room was one of the key aspects of their success um, Ranieri tweaked the odd bit here and there, but that squad was was able to run itself that squad is still is a, still a strong dressing room, but it's a squad that's struggling to reach the kind of levels that it's reached before. How much of a task does does Puel have? Is it and is, con, is it concerned that he's quite a reserved, softly spoken man to harness that dressing room and, and get it get them all singing to, to a cliche off
0: his hymn sheet? Yeah, I think I think it, it it will be difficult, and I would say that is his biggest task, but. Then you would probably say that's maybe the biggest task for any new manager at any mm. club. Um, Leicester do have that that collective, you know, all the players have said that it's the best sort of team environment they've been in uh, in football. Um, so there's a there's a sense that it could be the players against the manager. But he, I think if as long as the players remain open-minded enough and Powell remains open-minded enough when adapting, I don't I don't think. There'll be too many problems. I guess that's it, isn't it? It's um, the open-mindedness because I know yeah.
1: we've had before all the clamour for playing, for changing your systems, changing of formations. Last, um, well, last season when 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 uh, Ranieri was here and he tried to, to tweak formations and play three at the back sometimes or play that horrendous diamond that they played at Southampton, um, he admitted that the Leicester players weren't happy with that. They wanted to play four four two. They wanted they were used to that system. Uh, that's how they wanted to play, and Shakespeare has also admitted the same when he talked about systems. He said that he took the players' thoughts into account when it when it comes to making these kind of decisions, which isn't necessarily revolutionary or concerning. But we've all, we've seen examples where here where the, where the players not res, not resist what the manager wants to do, but sometimes have a little bit of concern about it. If Puel wants to impart his vision onto this team. What
0: we're saying is that the players would ha- will have to be open-minded with that to make it work. Yeah, and I think it, it would only ever be a, a gradual process anyway. I think Puel was clearly uh, talented enough as a manager to know that he, he can't come in straight away and say, oh no, all of a sudden we're going to play a, a odd three-at-the-back formation and with everyone playing different roles the, to, that they're used to. Um, but I think Puel will also look at it and see the amount of players in the in the city squad and the um the different options or the different roles that they can play in certain positions that he'll think he has the ability to perhaps perhaps change it um because there are enough players there to to do certain uh, to to play differently um so i think i think he'll he should be fine on that front um but i think it it is one of the things that needs to be we need to be patient about I think this the sort of the squad adjusting to him and him adjusting to the squad, even though he is a relatively new
1: addition to the not squad but well squad and staff. how important is it and I know my views on this how important is it that Michael Appleton remained in his
0: position as assistant manager um I think it's um crucial mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> in in short, i think it worked, the the transition from Pearson to Ranieri worked because they had Shakespeare there as a constant um, and obviously Shakespeare had been at the club for a long time when when Ranieri came so there was a a big connection between him and the squad now Appleton's only been there a few months but I imagine um, and it seems that way that the the squad will have warmed to him Um, I think it will have helped them warm to him further that he won those two games um, against Swansea and Leeds uh i think he's clearly knowledgeable and talented and i think he's a is a great person to have in the setup um that he will be able to help sort of bridge the gap if there are any gaps between the squad and uh Powell then i think um i think that w- that will be a massive help
1: yeah so as far as we're aware the role of Appleton was something that was discussed a lot when it came to Wells' appointment, Leicester were keen as far as we are aware for Appleton to, to remain in his position, Appleton made it abundantly clear every time he was asked in his press conferences about taking the, the proper manager's job, he said no, I don't want that I want to honour my contract as assistant manager we saw when Cladda Ranieri came in, the fact that Shakespeare was there, that go between between him and the, and the, and the squad was, was crucial, there were some concerns that Powell would want to bring his own backroom staff in. we've heard today from uh, former Scotland player John Collins that Powell asked him if he would be assistant manager with him at Leicester. He turned that role down because he wanted to he wants to become a, a proper full-time manager. Um, I know a few people were pointing this out on Twitter saying well this, this clearly shows that, that that the club didn't want Appleton there or Powell didn't want Appleton there not necessarily the case. When 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 Ranieri came in, he brought his own backroom staff. He brought he brought Paolo Benetti and um, another science uh, uh, staff. Craig Shakespeare still remained there. Um, Steve Walsh still remained there when he was still here. So I don't think that necessarily says that Appleton wasn't going to be here. But I think it is key that he is here because he's impressed everyone since he, since his arrival, um, and. I think it's essential a, a, a go between between the players. Yeah. Um, looking at some of the comments already, um, I know a few people on here aren't overly kind of impressed or excited by uh, the appointment of Powell. And we've already admitted that it's it's not the most glamorous appointment, it's mm. not the most exciting appointment. But as as Colin says in here, as, as long as he wins, no one really cares. I mean, we look back at we look back at Ranieri's appointment; he was. He was certainly not an exciting appointment, having just been sacked by Greece. I remember at the time, people, even us looking looking, thinking, yeah. "What's going on here?" Yeah. We all know how that turned out. Even when Nigel Pearson returned for the second time, people weren't weren't jumping from the rooftops about it. But that was also a crucial crucial appointment for Leicester. The only really appointment that you'd say was exciting was Sven, and We kind of all know how that turned <laughs> yeah. out. Um, so yeah, it, we admit that it's not the most. Uh, exciting of appointments um, there are some names out there Carlo Ancelotti, Manuel Pellegrini have they been brought in? you think yeah they're, they're
0: exciting but as we say we have to judge one results. yeah and I think I think <coughs> <excuse> <coughs> that that's that's the way it always goes I think it only takes a few wins um, and and the, the supporters uh, will start to warm to him I think really that's probably what it comes down to it, mm. com- it comes down to the results um, although I think would, there probably needs to be a, a consideration of the style of football as well because I think obviously a lot of the complaints or what we've seen from Southampton fans were, was that the the boring football reputation that uh, that he developed while at Southampton, um, I think he probably needs to take that on board because I think Leicester and Southampton are probably fairly similar clubs mm. in that just getting the results to survive while well, that's that's okay I think they probably want a little bit more than that and want to see some exciting football. Um, But yes, I think a a few wins and uh, that 25% uh, ratio, I think that will start to to go up a little bit more. Yeah, very
1: much so. Um, With that in mind then, hasn't got long to work with his squad, just a a couple of days training before Sunday. Can you see him making any changes?
0: Um, No, I think... The team uh, to play Everton will be heavily influenced by uh, Appleton. I think Powell will admit that a couple of days isn't enough to to make big decisions w- on working with the squad. Yeah, I remember
1: when when Claudio came in; he spent two weeks just basically watching the squad,
0: and not really doing anything. Yeah, and th- th- it, that was fine because it was pre-season, so that they had that they had that opportunity. Unless don't have that opportunity now, the games are, are coming thick and fast. Um, so I think we'll probably see the same eleven. Um, that started at Swansea, mm-hmm. um, which I would say is one of Leicester's best best performances of the season. Um, and so it would make sense to continue that at, at Everton. And I don't think Puel will want to have mm-hmm. much sway on that kind of thing. I think maybe we'll start to see him have sway mm-hmm. if the game's not going particularly well and then he wants to make changes in the game. Um, but I think to start with, we'll see a, a similar lineup and a similar style of play. Yeah, I mean, I a mean,
1: uh, with all this going on, we've almost kind of forgotten about the fact that Leicester are into the quarterfinals of the Carabao Cup. Yeah. So we can reflect on that slightly and also link it with Puel and say, did anyone impress you in that performance to get a shot against
0: Everton? Um, <coughs> I think Amate uh, and Dragovic were probably the two. Mm. Um, I think Leicester's defence has done okay this season, um, but if you look at the goals conceded, it, it, it's not great compared to mm. the rest of the league. Um, I think there is potential maybe to, to, to change that um, but I feel like Leicester's back four with the, the the usual back four Simpson, Morgan, Maguire Fuchs works well because it, it works as a unit even though a, a and Dragovic have been impressed in their appearances I think maybe swapping those in I think it would you would probably I mean you certainly wouldn't drop Maguire so you would have to be you would be swapping Dragovic mm. in for if a Morgan which seems unlikely and obviously Amati would come in for Simpson maybe changing one of them might disrupt things so I think there'll be a a reluctance to, to disrupt that unit. Yeah. Um, just when it's finally starting to click a little bit. Yes, Um in terms of the attacking players I think uh, I thought Damari Gray played pretty well and I think but we already know he's he's challenging and pushing Morris and Albrighton. Um, so that's not particularly surprising. In terms of the strikers I don't think there was a enough. I know Inacho and Slomani obviously they got a each. they team. scored and Inacho set a goal up as yeah, well. But I still don't think there's enough there for them to replace Okazaki. No right? I agree
1: especially with how well Okazaki played at, yeah. um, at the weekend and how crucial Vardy is. I know he, he should have scored but that aside he still played well. Um, great option to have from the bench yeah. um, the likes of Slomani and Inacho, but I don't think
0: starting wise they have done enough. No I, I, I don't think so so I think we'll um, We'll keep it steady. Maybe in a month's time we'll change our minds. Um, but for the time being, I think we'll see the same 11.
1: Yes, so do I. Um, and I think that probably brings us to the end of Dilly Ding Dilly Dong this week. We will have more from Claude Powell on Friday uh, when he speaks to the media for his first press conference as Leicester manager. Um, and then on Sunday, we will see him take charge of his first game and we will have all of the news from his press conference uh, on the Mercury website and on our social media channels. Um, and if you come back, uh, we'll keep you updated with what's going on. Um, but for now, I think we'll have to back Claude Powell and um, see where he takes Leicester City. So thank you for now.